0: Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast. It is, oh my God. We got such a big show coming up. Massive. It's a massive first week of the NFL. This is what we're all here for. This is what we care about. Later on in the show, uh, a professional better named Simon Hunter. He's an actual professional better. He's been doing this for a while. It's how he makes his living. He's going to join me on the podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about his system. He's going to take me through some games, but he's going to do it. In the context of Darren, Ravel, and I having to make picks for the Super Contest. So that should be exciting. But first, to break down every week one game with me. And play some Scooch Roulette, too, by the way. From the Orleans, representing all the Boyd Gaming books throughout the world. The bookmaker of the world, Bob Scoochie. Ready to roll, my friend?
1: Ah, uh, music to my ears.
0: Literally. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, my God. I feel like um, it would be great if we could find a way for the Scoodles, your band, also known as the greatest Beatles cover band ever created by members <laughs> yeah. of the Scoochie family. Um, That's true. One day you guys are going to have to do, like you like, be the opening act if we do a live podcast somewhere one day yeah i don't want to waste any time scooch i just want to get to it okay as everybody knows here's the premise i'm gonna run down the games you're gonna tell me which side the wise guys are on and then i will tell you if you've made mistakes and how you set your point spreads for your (laughs) sports betting empire which is constantly expanding
1: and you're pretty good at it. You're
0: I am really good, good at good it. Good at pointing out those mistakes. I am amazing at it. I am almost a sharp. Let's start off the bat. Thursday night football. A little bit of uh, full disclosure: the Packers are playing the Bears. The line is about three, generally everywhere. I bet the Packers at plus three.
1: You and every other wise guy. <laughs> this is one. Yeah, this is one of the. Uh, this is one of the wise guy games. We actually opened this game at uh, three and a half. Uh, initially, I thought they were just taking uh, the, the good number of the three and a half, but uh, they've been coming in on it even at plus three. And we're starting to move the money a little bit. Um, I, I, I expect the wise guys to continue coming in on this one. Uh, the, the the public is kind of divided 50-50, where you have slightly more tickets. Uh, bet on the Bears and we do the Packers. Uh, great action on this game, obviously for more than just being the first game. It's the Bears-Packers and just so much interest. I mean, just aside from uh, you know seeing how the Bears uh, rebound from the way they ended their season last year, uh, there's just the there's so much intrigue surrounding this game uh, with Aaron Rodgers in a kind of a new offense, a new head coach. Uh, the uh, uh, the whole dynamic between uh, the best defensive player going against one of the best offensive players. See if K- Khalil Mack can shut down Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't throw any picks. And I mean, there's just so much intrigue uh, surrounding this game. Probably why the, the numbers just kind of solid at at, at three now. But uh, uh, the, the, the the sharp guys are definitely on the Packers in this one, and and the public slightly heavier on the Bears.
0: Why do you think the wise guys have come in on the Packers? You're you're mentioning some well, it, some narratives, it, but what's the it, metrics?
1: Well well I mean it the, the, the Packers really had a much better team last year than their than their their record indicated. There was a lot of internal strife. I mean there's a lot going on with the coaching staff and Aaron Rodgers. And you look at just Aaron Rodgers' performance last year, he was as good and as efficient as he ever was. So they just expect that to continue and just kind of a, uh, maybe two things happen and maybe a little bit of a regression with the Bears as well as kind of a resurgent Packer team under new leadership that they figure to be uh, playing up to the potential of, of what the, the talent on this squad really is.
0: All right, this next game I am so excited about. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking at the uh, Action Network app right now and there's a tab that is my action and it tells you everything you've got to bet on so far. Um, including player props. What, what is that? What is that?
1: <laughs> there's a lot going on here. We're, we're opening up uh, casinos here, opening up sports books and new casinos. There's just a lot of traffic.
0: Well, scooch, let me tell you something. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12 bets already set between Thursday and Sunday for NFL and college football. I've got a lot going on. One of the games I bet on is Jacksonville. I got it at plus four against Kansas City. Um, Some wise guys I know, and this might come up later in the show, think that maybe this game should be pick and they would take Jacksonville outright. What are you seeing?
1: I'm seeing the same thing. We actually have more it's on the chief than any other game on the board. it's the most heavily bet team of any game on the board for us. So if you're looking for one of those games uh, where the public is overwhelmingly on one side, where the sharp guys are on the other side, uh, this is the game. So we, we were, I mean, we, we moved around a little bit. We actually, I mean, you have to consider week one. We've had these lines up for months and months. So we went as low as three and a half on this game and as high as four and a half on the game. Uh, but all the big money came in at plus four on the jag uh, on the Jaguars. Um, and like I said, the public just overwhelmingly on the Chief, almost at a nine to one ratio. Uh, uh, that's just you know you rarely see you rarely see the uh, uh, the ratio that high. Uh, And some big money on the Chiefs, too. I'm I'm not going to say that all the big money is on the Jaguars. There's some big money on the Chiefs. It's just kind of more of our big casino players, more of the recreational gamblers that like to bet big on the game. Uh, The people that we know to be sharp and to be expert handicappers, they're definitely on the Jaguars in
0: this one. Well, I got another game for you. Carolina hosting the Rams. Short... Home dog. You might as well call the podcast mm-hmm. the short home dog podcast. Because, you know, if I get yeah. a short home dog, I'm taking it. So Carolina is another team plus three that I am on. And uh, like the Chiefs, the Rams getting three quarters of the action from the public.
1: Yeah, second second most heavily bet team on the board next to the uh the Chiefs, definitely the Rams. This is the kind of game where the public walks into the sports book, they see a great team like the Rams and they 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 see them as a short favorite and they just, you know, they don't really take in we talked about it so many times before where they don't really take in that what that home field advantage means. They just see a short Uh, road favorite, and they figure the Rams, as good as they are, should at least cover three. So the average casual better is gonna, is probably gonna put the Rams in a parlay. Uh, and the sharp guys were all over the Panthers. Uh, the betting slowed down a little bit in one of the preseason games when Cam Newton left in a walking boot, but he, he, he. Figures to be probable uh, for, for game one. There's no indication that he's going to miss this game, so uh, the, the, the action started picking up from a lot of the sharp guys again on the Panthers. Recently, we've gone to plus three, minus one twenty. Uh, might even see, uh, might even see a dip down to two and a half by game time. But just all that public money on the Rams is kind of keeping it, keeping it at three. All
0: right, I apologize to the listeners because the the games are going to seem out of order in terms of the schedule. Um, but that's just because I'm using the Action Network app to follow, to talk about the games, and that's the order I'm going in. And because I've made bets on some games, it puts those games at the top, and I don't want to skip games by like going back to the 1 o'clock game, so I'm just going in the order that I'm seeing them in the app. Apologize. Uh, because I say that because the other game that I've bet so far, I have two two other games that I've bet, uh, the Chargers and the Colts, I got the Colts at plus seven, Scooch, and I know sure. <laughs> the wise guys have been coming in on the Colts.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the reality is is the Colts have a really good team, and they had a good team with or without Andrew Luck, and the whole thing was, you know, how much how much does he mean to this line? So we opened up the Chargers three-point favorite, and obviously when Luck went out, we moved it up. We went as high as minus seven, and... You, along with some other sharp guys that we know, took that plus seven and made us go down to six and a half. So without a doubt, this game is going to fall between four and six. That's just how, the way the, the way it works for us. Uh, we've got that huge middle where everybody laid the chargers at minus three and took the, the Colts at plus seven. So we're not in a great spot here, uh, but uh, there are still. A lot of sharp guys that feel like the Colts have a, a decent shot of even winning the division. So even without even without Andrew Luck, so uh, I, I think there definitely is some value there at the plus seven if you were able to get it. And even at six and a half, there's probably some value on the Colts. You got uh, possibly no no Melvin Gordon. He's, he's uh, uh, doubtful for this game. Uh, they've, they've got some other key injuries. Uh, so uh, I, I do think that there's value on the Colts.
0: Uh, we're going to come into uh, what I like to, you know, Augusta's got Amen corner, corner. Uh, Scooch, you've got the corner TV corner. And what I mean yeah. by that is we've got Baltimore as a seven point favorite over Miami. And the game following that uh, has another potential despite how popular their team is. But first Baltimore as seven point favorites on the road against the Dolphins. Oh, my God. This has – Jesus. I'm going to have to bet the Dolphins in this game just on principle.
1: Well, I mean, obviously we saw the big move. We were as low as Baltimore, minus three and a half, uh, minus four. Uh, we went up to seven when uh, Miami started unloading uh, guys, Lar- uh, Laramie Tunsell and, and Kenny Stills and, and you know – Aside from the talent that they're losing for this game, it's also just you know the mental aspect of having your team approaching game one as you're unloading some of your you know all pro players. So uh, just a, another angle to consider in this game, uh, Baltimore trying to get that defense uh, back up to where it was a few years ago, that relying on Lamar jackson at uh, at quarterback. Um I think this is a little bit more interesting than just the corner game. I think there's a lot going on in this one. There's a lot of people paying attention to this one, especially with the uh, the big the big line swings.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think I actually might have to take a little bit of a flyer, not like a full unit, like half a unit on Miami. <laughs> half a unit Mr. on Miami. Patrick, please.
1: He plays pretty well against uh, against the Ravens, and and I think you got to look, look at that factor too. He feels comfortable playing against this this defense.
0: I am not betting against Fitzmagic Magic in the first game of the year in South Florida <laughs> when they're seven point <laughs> underdogs. I have just convinced yep. myself to go to four units on this game. <laughs> wow, that's pretty strong. I'm kidding. What do I do about the Browns? The Browns is five point favorites at home against Tennessee. Have we reached peak Browns? Are the Browns overvalued? Is this the right number? What do you think?
1: I think they're a little overvalued. I I don't think it's it's the right number in terms of us, the bookmakers, trying to inflate it to compensate for all the the public hype on the team. I mean, we take that into consideration. The one thing is we haven't really seen too much wise guy action uh, coming back on the Titans. Uh, They've they've either just laid off of it or just... uh, uh, waiting, waiting to see if they can maybe get a better number, but uh, five and a half is about as high as, as we're willing to go in this one. Uh, the ticket count's definitely high on, the, on on the Browns. Everybody's hyped up on the Browns. Not a lot of reason to get excited on the uh, about the Titans. So it's either Browns or pass on the game.
0: I'm going to pass.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't blame you. They're
1: going to be fun to watch, and but I also think it's going to be fun to watch uh, kind of that. Uh, those expectations fall week by week.
0: Do you know what I don't think I'm going to pass on, or at least I'm still heavily considering? Minnesota as a four-point favorite at home against Atlanta. 64% yeah. of the action coming in on the Falcons. You know, I, I like—I call them the Atlanta fraudkins. Um, yeah. You know I'm not a fan. I think the Vikings are tremendously undervalued right now. This feels like a spot to me, Scooch.
1: This really does. I, I opened the Minnesota up high. I took I, when everyone in town was at four. I sat at four and a half. I took a lot of money on Falcons. I was trying to put myself in a position where we actually needed the Vikings, but uh, that's not going. That's not going to happen. There's about sixty-five percent of our tickets are on the on the Vikings. Uh, we went back to four and a half, and now I'm not getting any Falcon money. Uh, I could definitely see this line moving up by game time. I'm not seeing the sharp guys taking the Falcons here. So uh, being that the public is all over Minnesota, we'll be really quick to move this one.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that is one. Forget about Miami, like, which I talked myself into. Minnesota, I didn't need much talking. I was yeah, kind of there. No, I'm
1: with you on that one.
0: <sighs> New York Jets. Man. Why does anyone want to bet on the New York Jets? Are you disgusted? This is the corner TV game. The Jets and the Bills.
1: This is is totally the corner TV game. Uh, There's there's less tickets on this game than there is on any other game on the board. Both sides. Uh, We made the Jets a three-point favorite. It's a solid three everywhere. Uh, Tickets is about 50-50. Everyone's kind of split on it, but there's not there's not too much interest in this game at all.
0: Yeah, like the only other game, and we'll get to it, is Arizona-Detroit. That might be the only other game that has fewer bets than this game. I'm looking in the Action Network app right now.
1: Yeah, uh, but there's interest in that one, in, in, at least from our uh, in our books. I mean, people want to see... Uh, Arizona. They're excited about this offense. They're not. They don't, they don't. have a whole lot of expectations on them. They think they'll win more than five games. But, uh, but I think people just like to see a rookie quarterback uh, coming in and seeing what he could do, kind of like what Baker Mayfield did. And so, I, so I think there's a little excitement around Arizona, and then going up against uh, you know a, a, a guy like Stafford. They just want to. They want to see that dynamic. There's definitely more interest in this game than there is on the Bills Jets.
0: Yes, you're right, and the stats bear that out. Right now in the Action Network app, uh, the games with the least volume are Jets, Bills, Niners, Bucks, and then uh, Arizona-Detroit. But let's, before we get to those games, let's talk about the Redskins and the Eagles. The Eagles are Mm -hmm. nine-and-a-half-point favorites. This game has jumped from seven-and-a-half. You've got 62% of the money coming in on Philly. Uh, what are you going to do about this, Scooch? you going to leave it there? You yeah. Gonna, what's going to happen? No,
1: we're going to. We're. I'm going to. We're, we're probably going to head to ten real quickly here. This is one of the few games where the wise guys and the public, the public are on the same side. Uh, just uh, overwhelmingly, everybody's on Philly on this one. Uh, this m- might be might be the uh, biggest game on the board for us next to uh, next to that Chiefs game, in terms of uh, you know trying to kill the parlays. But, uh, you know, the fact that the the sharp guys are on the same side as the public, that's never really a position we we want to put ourselves in. But, uh, you know, at nine and a half, it's a a lot of points. But, uh, boy, just Redskins have no quarterback and, and nobody wants to bet on a team without a quarterback.
0: But the wise guys weren't on this when it was at nine and a half. I mean, they bet this much at a much lower number.
1: Yeah, no, they're not laying the nine and a half. Now the public's laying the nine and a half, but sharp guys laid seven, seven and a half, and eight and a half. So we're buried on the game. We're big Redskins fans.
0: Buried. You know what? You know what, Scooch? <laughs> what? what? You're, gonna, you're gonna need this game for your lungs.
1: For my lungs. Scoochism.
0: <laughs> uh, we're back. So we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> Seattle is a, it's another nine and a half number, nine and a half point favorite over the Bengals. Uh yep. it's a tough one. I this is a this is a stay away for me.
1: It, it is this is, you know I feel a little bit better about needing Cincinnati than I do need uh, than Washington against Philly. Uh, but here's another game that we opened up seven and a half, and uh, and both the, the sharp guys laid the seven and a half. We went to eight and a half pretty quickly. Uh, we're sitting at 9 right now, but I could see us going to 9.5 uh, very shortly. So this is another game where the Sharp guys and the public are both on the same to- same side. Just not as big as the Philly game, but uh, being that this is a, a, a later afternoon game, this one can get ugly really, really quickly, especially if some of those favorites win in, in the uh, morning games.
0: Also, you know, the Seahawks have Jadavian Clowney, and he's good 50% of the time. <laughs> Huge.
1: Yep. So we did see a little jump in that when they when they made that move.
0: Wow. So people like that's a that's a public play. There is public. People, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Not the sharp. The sharp guys laid this like I said. The sharp guys laid the seven and a half very early on, uh, way before the move. But uh, now we're just seeing all the, the the public parlays now, feeling that that's just kind of puts them over that little hump,
0: and uh, it's
1: just the difference of going from nine to nine and a half.
0: All right. So. Arizona is a three-point dog against Which actually, Detroit. I'm
1: going to go. Hang on. Hang on. <gasps> I'm going to go to nine and a half
0: right now. Woo! Line move. Line move. There you go. I forgot. Like, I got to give Patrick, our new producer, like all the cues for all this music we have. Because we have scooters yep. of music. We have line move music. We got all this stuff. Yep. Yep. All right. We'll get to that. We'll add that in. I'm looking at Patrick. He's excited. <laughs> He's shaking his head. He's a nice person. Um, all right, Detroit, three point favorite on the road again. To me, this is an automatic take.
1: Yeah, I mean, even like even with a rookie quarterback. Uh, yeah. Like I said, there's still some excitement around this team to to get three points at home against Detroit. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you almost you have to take this home dog. Um, we're actually trying to entice a little Detroit money. We're at two and a half minus 20. I know some other places in town are at three, three even money, but uh, uh, we're trying to draw a little Detroit money. And I think that says something when they're not quite the, you know, three point favorite, they are trying to tell the public uh, who they should fade in this one.
0: Yeah. I think you're giving a pretty big signal.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: All right. Here's another one that interests yep. me. And it didn't interest me at just a little bit of uh, pulling the curtain back. We've already recorded uh, the second half of this podcast. I mentioned the second half of the podcast. Me, Darren Ravel, and a professional better uh, are going over like games that we might want to put into the Super Contest. And uh, we had a long conversation about Dallas as a seven-point favorite over the Giants. And I kind of started to fall in love with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, especially literally about uh, 10-15 minutes before we started the the, the podcast. uh, We got just a little bit of an update with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. It looks like he's closer to uh, making a deal. It looks like he's been upgraded to probable for this one, which originally we had him as, as doubtful. So. Uh, although we're still at seven, we we moved it from seven to seven minus 20. So, and and keep in mind, we opened this game at seven and a half. The initial money came in on the Giants, um, I want to say, well over a month ago. And a lot of that was due to some guys, you know, Elliot among them that uh, just were holdouts and just simply didn't know who was going to be playing in game one. Uh, but uh, but now we're starting to see the Dallas money creeping in again. Uh, I could see it going right back up to 7.5. And, and, again, between this one and Philly and, and, and Seattle, some of these big home favorites uh, you, you kind of have to favor. They're just playing a team that just has, I mean, I hate to say they have no life in them, but start the season. Uh, you know, it's game one, but you just don't have anything to get excited about.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's really become very interesting, right?
1: It it is. I mean, normally you can make a case for an eight point underdog in almost any game, but, uh, there's certain teams that just seem like they're kind of thrown in the towel before the season even begins. Um, now, I mean, that's come back to, you know, bite a lot of people, including me. So you, you never know what happens in, uh, in, in these game ones, but, uh, this is just a team that it's hard to it's hard to get excited about. They've been on a kind of a downward spiral the last two three seasons. The Giants have, and uh, I mean even last year after they've got you know, Saquon Barkley, and you really thought that last year they were going to show some major signs of improvements, new coaching staff, the whole thing, and now they're and still they're worse than the year before. So um, it's going to take quite a bit to get the public around this Giants team.
0: All right, let's talk about uh, San Francisco and Tampa. That one's a pick. I yeah. am very convinced about Tampa in this game.
1: I, I, I think that's the right side in this one. And and I don't think they, people are giving them enough credit. Um, it, it, but they are... Uh, looking at the San Francisco team where a couple years ago they got real excited about uh, uh, Jimmy G and they were saying this team is kind of team that, that's going to be on the rise. And then they kind of let everybody down. And there's another team that I think everyone kind of just has the wait and see approach on them. They want to see maybe two, three games into the season uh, before they get a read on this team. So it's probably why that's the the third least Bet game on the board. Uh, There's the sharp guys that are going to be playing Tampa. I think we got a little bit of little taste on that early on. Uh, Went from uh, we're at one on San Francisco. We're now at one minus one on Tampa. So a little bit of sharp money on it. Not too much public money on either side. Uh, But uh, 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 again, uh, not not one of the major games on the board.
0: I like Tampa. I like Tampa a lot fact i love them isn't it scary how this happens
1: you like those short uh short home favorites
0: i do i always have you know that i have yeah yeah you know those are one of my favorite things yeah um jesus i've already forgotten where we almost
1: you 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 almost don't even have to handicap the teams you can just look at the point spread and handicap the point spread
0: you're right you're totally right that's what i do that's because i'm a professional (laughs) you know what i'm saying I do. Uh, all right, Pittsburgh and New England. New England is a six-point favorite. This is a Sunday night game. New England is a six-point favorite over the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Yep, um, that's a lot of points for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let me say that right right off the. This is this is a great game. Great action on the game. Uh, we're not really heavy one way or the other. Uh, got a ton of ton of money on both sides. Uh, the sharp guys favor in Pittsburgh in this one, although not to the point where we're actually uh, moving the line yet. Uh, maybe, I think some of the places kind of dipped down to five and a half. So just a little indication. I think the Sharp guys will come in on Pittsburgh as we get later. Uh, we've had tremendous success in some of these marquee games where Super Bowl uh, te- team was playing their, their first game and the, the dogs covered in, in these games. So I feel pretty good about beating Pittsburgh in this one.
0: It's uh, listen, I am just not going to start the year betting against Bill Belichick.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, we've talked about that for many years, huh? Just the, even when it's the right spot, even when it just looks great, you just you just don't do it. He's just, the exception to
0: ev- other... he's the exception to every rule.
1: Yeah, yep, and there's too many other games on the board, but uh, you know, why take a chance on that one?
0: Yeah, I just don't I don't need well, to
1: but it's a marquee game and there's a lot of people that just you know they want to have action on that marquee games.
0: You know? I want to have action on games I think I can win.
1: <laughs> it's all about winning for you. There's no fun involved.
0: Who bets for fun? You bet to win. I don't yeah. I don't at the end of the day I don't want to be like, "Boy, that was fun losing so much money." <laughs> yeah. All right, we got two Monday night uh, games. I think we're down to the Monday night yeah. games, right? All right, yeah. one uh, one I have already bet on. It's Texas. Uh, it's the Texans plus seven against the Saints. Yeah. Yep. Tell me what. You uh, got. Yeah,
1: this is a big one where the yeah the public is all over the Saints in this one. The sharp guys, sharp guys run Houston even before they got the players from uh, from Miami, uh, but that just uh, kind of cemented it for for some of the some of the sharp guys. Uh, so they're going to be all over this one. I could see this line coming down. Uh, I guess it would depend on how many favorites cover Sunday. If the favorites get beat up in a lot of the public games on Sunday, then you'll see this line stay at seven just to try and mitigate some of the Monday night loss. But uh, if there's a pretty even split on Sunday, then I think you'll see just the sharp guys taking the plus seven. You'll see this line coming down uh, right, right now it's uh, you know public on new Orleans and sharp guys on Houston, but not, not enough to move the line yet.
0: Well, I'm a sharp guy. You might want to think about it. You
1: are. I know.
0: Uh, last game, <laughs> the uh, the overinflated Oakland Raiders, because they've been on Hard Knocks all summer, are uh, pick at home against the Denver Broncos. The Raiders should be a, a, an underdog in this game. There's no doubt about it. You're giving them more credit they deserve because they are in Nevada, they're moving to Nevada, and they've been on TV for a month.
1: Yeah, I think, I think we made a mistake on this one. Uh, we've been overvaluing them from far too long I mean a lot of it is you know and we have to get away from the kind of the Vegas mentality now that we're opening up legal legalized sports books all over the country but in Vegas they had that uh, that appeal even before they announced they were coming to Vegas there was still a lot of support for the Raiders in, in, in Vegas that would kind of drive that line up a little bit uh, but but this one we opened up the Raiders two and a half and we're down to pick on s1 just Early on this line, this line moved. We got Denver money uh, r- right from Jump Street on this one, and it's been. Now we now we have had, do have a lot of tickets on Oakland. So again, there's a lot of twenty dollar and fifty dollar bets coming in on Oakland. Uh, but the sharp money is, is on Denver in this one. And uh, like you said, we we kind of overinflated them.
0: Guess what time it is, Scooch? Ooh, I don't is even know if left? Patrick. I don't even know if Patrick knows about this. <laughs> There is there a musical interlude tagged there called Scooch Roulette? Let's play it, brother. Hold on. I just, I threw him for a loop. He was like, what? What? i got to play this. Hold on. He's going to call it up right now. I'm giving you, I'm giving you a couple more seconds to think about it, but I got so many games I'm flying on here. Are you ready to roll? Do you know what you want?
1: I got two that I want. It depends on who goes first. Well, I'm
0: going to let you go first. Okay, right.
1: I'm going to I'm going I'm going to go with the
0: Minnesota Vikings minus the four. Dude, I we got to let Patrick oh! play the music. Well, I thought he was looking for it. You said he he didn't know if he had it. All right, hold on. We don't know if he's going to. He'll, he'll okay. put it in after. He'll put it in after. Right. He'll find a smart place to put it. You know, with all our jibber jabber. Gosh, I really wanted okay. the Minnesota Vikings minus four. That was like. One of my that was a marquee pick for me. (laughs) But you have so many other games. How is it possible that during this podcast, I've talked my into myself into thinking that the Cardinals plus three might be the best bet on the board right now?
1: That's insane. That's insane. That's the best you could come up with.
0: (laughs) Or is it Miami plus seven? I just don't know. Uh, I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts plus six and a half. What? Okay, no. No, I'm not. No. (laughs) I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three and a half. You just gave me four different games. I'm going to go with the Cowboys (laughs) minus seven. Five different games. Well, every one of them, I I, I say, you give me a... This guy's crazy. You know what? Screw you, You Scooch. You got to start ranking them. I'm going with Jacksonville plus three and a half. Jacksonville plus three and a half. That is my pick.
1: I I like that one. That's a good one. Thank you. That's the five star play.
0: That's the five star. star More
1: more than you, we're going to be rooting for them.
0: You're going to need it for your lungs.
1: Yeah, we need that one for one lung, and and we need the (laughs) Philly for the other. We need Washington (laughs) against Philly for the other lung.
0: Scooch, it's great to be back talking about football with you. Nice to be back. Everyone stick around because after the break, we're going to have Darren Ravel, We're going to have Simon Hunter, professional veteran, and We're going to be talking about our super contest picks to win $1.5 million. Scooch, talk to you, buddy.
1: Chad. All right, take care.
0: All right, let's take a quick break because as Scooch and I were saying, it's so good that football is back. It's finally back. It's time to celebrate. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football, has huge, huge week one contests. The first one starts this Thursday when Chicago and Green Bay kick off the season in a single-game showdown with $2.5 million in total prizes up for grabs. Draft your single-game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today. On DraftKings, using code FAVORITES will receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Code FAVORITES for a $1 million top prize. Free shot at that, folks. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game, quite like having a shot at a million-dollar payday. Get in on the season-opening action. Download the DraftKings app now and use code FAVORITES. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500. And new users, don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter my code FAVORITES to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code FAVORITES. Only at DraftKings. Make it rain. All right, as promised, we are back. It's time to do Super Contest this year. As we did last year, the Action Network has entered the Super Contest. That is the massive World Series of Poker type sports betting, NFL betting contest at the Westgate Hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, you You make five picks against the spread every single week. And if you win the contest, if you have the best winning record, the best record at the end of the year... You win $1.5 million. That is nothing to sneeze at, $1.5 million Achoo. for being the best NFL picker in the world. Woo! Week by week, we're going to do this. Darren Ravel is sitting right next to me, and uh, he's nothing if not a lightning rod of controversy. <laughs> so, By the uh, way, it's one
2: point for, for a win and a half point for a tie, and then that's how the points work. Yeah.
0: Uh, people who are listening... Right. They're going to care about two things: who we picked right. and how we're doing. They're not going to care about how many points. Okay, uh, but the
2: winner usually is like sixty-five to seventy-five percent. Yeah, right. it's unbelievable. It's ridiculous.
0: It's it's absolutely insane. Yes. This contest, Jay Cornegay and the guys of the Westgate, they're doing a great job. Um, Chad
2: will tell you that he popularized it, which, unfortunately, when I was researching, kind of found out that it was true, and it it, it hurt me. I, I should hurt you know, because I don't like when Chad. And it gets credit for stuff. Do you know
0: what's so, weird is a lot of people that I work with have that feeling.
2: Because once you get credit for stuff, you never stop talking about it. Like, I know you've written seven books and four of them are bestsellers, right? So, like, you, you – and listen, that's a good – that's good branding. I do the same thing. I brag about myself all day long. But it just bothers me sometimes. No,
0: I get it. Okay. I get it. Uh, Darren and I are going to enter the contest together. We're going to uh, make our choices based on input from our friends at the Action Network – but right now, we're also going to get some input later on. Not right now, but in a few minutes. Uh, a professional better uh, who I've been having uh, conversations with. His name is Simon Hunter. <clears throat> it's, it's not really his real name. Uh, he's based in New Jersey. He's a longtime professional better. Um, he reached out. We've been having conversations. He is going to come in, and he's going to weigh in judgment, help us decide, help us tie break. But first, Darren and I need to each come up with our five bets. So, Darren, I want you to give me, give me, give me yep, this pen. Yeah, yeah. Let me have this pen. Darren, give me a bet. Give me a bet. What are you thinking? Like- let me let me say one thing. The Westgate puts out an official lines for the contest on Wednesday nights. That's too late in the week for us to record the mm-hmm. podcast. So we are basing these guesses, these these bets, on what the lines are right now. Darren, throughout the week, uh, on Twitter, on video, and in stories on actionnetwork.com, will update with ultimately where we land. Right. But this is what these are the these are the picks we will make. Based on the numbers now, and I expect we will generally be in this range.
2: Yes. Okay. So I'm going to throw out uh, – I'm going to take the 49ers uh, at Pickham uh, over
0: the Buccaneers. Okay. We're never going to do that bet. Give me okay. another one. That's uh, a horrible I- idea. <clears throat> uh the 49ers are where they are, but they don't know what they are with Jimmy Garoppolo. Whereas Jameis Winston, if you've been reading stuff on the Action Network, he is primed to have a breakout year. He is a guy that a lot of fantasy experts, a lot of NFL experts look at and say, with Bruce Arians in this offense, this is the year that you want to get Jameis Winston.
2: I don't think it's ever a year. I have the Titans uh, covering as, as uh, five-and-a-half-point dogs over the Browns. Don't hate it. I think the Browns are... Everyone is just overrating the Browns. They do not have front, they're, they're not going to be ready to go right away. And people just, I, again, I don't, I don't love the Browns. at We're at peak half. Browns, peak Browns right now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I also like uh, the Chargers as six and a half point favorites to cover over the Colts. I think the Colts are, maybe this is too psychological, but I think they're a mess from the sudden Andrew Luck. I know that Jacoby Brissett got his his contract now, and they've tried to say stability, but I I think the Chargers uh, cover even without Melvin Gordon, and maybe maybe it's because my boy Justin Jackson, former Western running back, I think he's pretty good.
0: I am going to enjoy this because this is going to be the kind of thing where you are making every
2: bet you s- don't want to make,
0: every square play, and I'm <laughs> I'm, I want to make every sharp play. So continue.
2: Uh, I am then going to say that from game one, clicking on all cylinders, they're a little bit different of a team. They don't have Rob Gronkowski, but I will take the Patriots to cover six over the Steelers. Uh, And my last pick will be, um, and this is maybe where my fandom comes in, um, and you're not supposed to inject your fandom if you really want to win, but... I am a Jets fan, and I think that it's an important game from week one, and I think they cover three over the Bills.
0: These are some of the worst picks I've uh, ever heard. Okay. Um, I can't imagine we're going to land on any of these except maybe the Titans. Okay.
2: That's okay. Fun.
0: Yep. Uh, well, that's I like, why we'll get some help yeah, after. Yeah. I like the Jags plus three and a half. I like them at plus four for the record. You can check in the Action Network app because I've already bet the Jags plus four. Um, I like Carolina plus three against the Rams. Uh, again, I think this is a team that um, is pretty dynamic offensively. I like and, that pick. Uh, you do. Yes. You do. Okay, we'll yeah. go with that. I like we'll go that with pick. that. Uh, I actually like Indianapolis. I know they're down to plus six and a half. I think, mm-hmm. um, but I like Indianapolis uh, plus seven against the chargers i think there's way too much hype in the chargers and you got to think about this no melvin gordon fine no derwin james like that was the most dynamic player in football Mm -hmm. last year in the defensive backfield for the chargers and he's not playing so um and you're
2: right the public the public is is again i gave you the public reason you gave me the public reason why why the colts are where they're at so
0: Uh, I also like the Texans plus seven against the Saints. Way, way too many points for the Texans team that I'm not too worried about Jadavion Clowney being traded. Uh, To me, this is all about Deshaun Watson. I think a healthy Deshaun Watson uh, playing against a Saints defense that was intermittently okay last year uh, and certainly has historically struggled a lot Early in the season. Remember what they did mm-hmm. against the Bucks last yep, year. Yep. So you give me Deshaun Watson. Um, I'd love it, for it
2: to be 7.5, but that's not happening.
0: Uh, right. And I also like Minnesota minus 4. Um, I'm just never going to be, be a believer in the Falcons, and I actually think this is a big bounce-back year for the Vikings, and I think they might actually have the best uh, odds to win the NFC North.
2: Okay, I definitely like – can I tell you I definitely like uh, the Panthers – covering three, or as dogs, three-point yep. dogs. I like that one, and I do like the Texan Saints play, too, at, All right. at seven.
0: All right. So uh, right now, we're going to call Simon, and we're going to get him on the phone. Wait,
2: hold on. You're, you're taking my Titans pick, right? Are you taking my Titans pick? You take one of mine? Is that... Titans is five that, and a half? No, you don't have to take anything. You, you said it was square, and it was the worst picks you've ever seen, but...
0: I didn't say the Titans pick. I just said, I I don't mind the Titans pick. Oh,
2: so you're taking 0 of 5. I just want to make sure that's right.
0: So far, we're taking 0 of 5. This is
2: going to be a great relationship this year.
0: I am going to ask Simon. Hopefully we don't go
2: 20%. I (laughs) am
0: going to ask Simon what he thinks. Okay. And uh, Simon, Simon, are you on the phone? Can you hear me? Are you there? Simon, you there, buddy?
3: What's
2: going on, Chad?
0: Simon is on the phone.
2: Simon Hunter. Sean Connery here with Simon Hunter. He hunts the picks.
0: Simon, you're joining Chad Millman and Darren Ravel on the Favorites Podcast. Um, Before we jump into the picks, let's give a little bit of your bona fides. You and I uh, have caught up, and we've had some chats and talked about philosophies, and we've talked about sports betting. And um, as much as you're willing and able, given that – This is something that you're kindly doing for us. Um, Give people a little bit of your background.
3: So I am a professional football better. It's the only thing I do bet on. I I bet on other things, but very small amounts. And, uh, yeah, we we talked, and you liked what I was telling you about my personal life, the system I use, and things that have worked out for me through life. So I'm trying to help you and uh, Darren here finished top 25 percent in the super contest that's the goal how many we up to i think we're up to two thousand eight hundred.
0: yeah yeah
3: yeah so i'm gonna help you guys a little bit i'm not gonna give away all the secrets of life i'm not always gonna be right but definitely will uh do my best to help you guys
2: now are you in the super contest
3: yeah i have two different ones so i have one with my group that i'm with and then i have one with a bunch of friends
2: okay and that's the 1500 one or the gold one uh, we do the gold one for okay. the group, and then just for the friends, we do the smaller one. So the gold one's 5000 bucks, and it only awards the winner, right? That only the winner gets paid yeah. out. And the regular one, uh, right, the regular one's going to be about, there'll be like 3,000 people or more. It, it, it's the top 100. 100. The winner gets 1, 1. $1.5 yeah.
3: Okay. Which we've been, people have been complaining for years they need to update that now that more people are in it, but... Yeah, the number they, hasn't moved that much. It has not moved. I mean, it hasn't definitely hasn't moved the last three years. I think it's up over a thousand the last three years from when it was. So, right, Simon, we'll I want to I mean, win. I think a farmer won two years ago, right? Then a, a farmer win two years ago.
2: Yes, a farmer did win, and a, and a Starbucks barista. So that's so a lot of you don't need to be a
3: pro to win it. You just got to be
2: lucky and be hot. Right. Right.
0: Well, I don't know. Is that good or bad for us?
3: I think it's good for us.
0: Listen, if you get us into the top, 25 and, uh, top 25% and top twenty-five and you get us in the money, I am totally going to write you a thank you note.
2: <laughs> <laughs> will that I have really cash in it? That.
0: And I will include a crisp $2 bill.
3: Yeah, as long as it's off the books, I'll take it.
0: Yep. It'll be cash, my friend. All right, so here's yeah. what we got so far. Simon, here's what we got. Darren really- gave me, and, and we're not really going to do these, but Darren gave me his ideas where, 49ers uh, pick against the Broncos. No, no,
2: no, Buccaneers.
0: I'm sorry, Buccaneers. We got. I, I, I took him off that one right away. Uh, Titans plus five against Cleveland. Don't hate it. Chargers minus six and a half against the Colts. That makes me want to throw up. Um, he has the Pats minus six against Pittsburgh. Uh, also not interested. He has the Jets um, minus three against the Bills. Also not interested. And reminder, reminder, as you know. The Westgate doesn't put out the lines for the Super Contest until tomorrow night. We tape this on mm-hmm. Tuesday, so we're basing these based on the current Westgate lines, and then we will send out updates like with what the real lines are. But these will be the games that we choose, barring any massive injuries or any huge sort of point differentials. And Darren's going to update, but this is what we're planning on doing. Um,
3: I actually, um, I like uh, I like Darren's head with the Tampa Bay Bucks one. You do. Yeah, the numbers, the numbers like that too. I mean, Jimmy G coming off an ACL first game on the road in hot, humid Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah, and I, I also think that there's a because of uh, his horrendous uh, preseason game. What did he have like five ints or something like that? I feel like I think that was practice, right? Oh, that was practice, practice, practice. I feel, but I feel like that's being played in here. I feel like you know, as far as the public goes. Wait, think, wait, wait, um, wait.
0: Simon. Well, you're... the
2: public's actually betting on San Fran,
3: I believe, right? Okay, I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay, Simon, you're uh, saying
0: you like Tampa Bay in this? You like the Tampa Bay? Uh, pick? I know.
3: I mean, I no, he like likes if Miami was half decent, you, you have to like um, Florida teams
2: at home in September.
0: Well, I oh, agree. Oh,
2: oh, I, I got the 49 ers He likes the 49ers. One. Okay,
0: I, I'm with oh, you. Oh, god. I like Tampa, mm-hmm. and I was about to hang up on you and never have you on the show again if you were going to tell me <laughs> that you were like on, you were like okay. no,
3: no, no. I, I like the home team. I like Tampa. I mean, if San frame was really good, the bookmakers would have moved this game to minus three by now. Right. Yeah.
2: What, 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 what about the Titans? Uh, fi- I had five and a half, but the Titans, uh, um,
3: five and a half dogs. The Titans. I, I like the idea because it's all the hype on Cleveland. Yes. But I think it's a little too early um, for that. Like That's not going to reflect until later in the season, I feel like, on the line.
2: Got it. So
3: this one year, I would actually roll Cleveland. Tennessee, their offensive line, I think they have a guy – I think they have two guys suspended to start the year. Um, or one guy might have got hurt. But I, I don't see any way Tennessee can cover that number. I think on my system, I got them at they should be at minus eight.
2: Whoa. Okay. Wow.
3: So, yeah, I think Cleveland, you're getting good value there. Like, that, I'm surprised that number hasn't jumped up like Baltimore's number did yet.
2: The uh, the Colts Chargers is the most intriguing pick of week one, I feel. Uh, be, uh, yeah, I'll, definitely Joe's versus pros on that one. Yes, exactly. So I, let's talk
0: about that for a second, because that, I think, is a good one for us to to include in our list.
3: It, it's definitely one of those games where um, it depends on what kind of system you're using, but my system literally only gave Andrew Locke a point. In spread difference last year. That's how, not a, like, he was good, but he wasn't so incredibly above average like everyone thought he was. It was more about the pieces around him. So the fact that this game, op- I think it moved four and a half. It reopened at seven and a half. All the sharps bought it down to seven. And they hit it again this week, and now it's down to six and a half. I still think it's too high. I, I put this, this, op- this should be, like, Colts minus, I mean, uh, plus three and a half. Not Like, I, I think that you're getting... I don't know, three free points. I definitely like the Colts in this one.
0: I do too. All right. So for me, I feel like we've got two bets in right now. We've got Tampa at pick, and we've got the Colts plus six and a half. Um, here's another one that intrigues me, Simon. The Texans plus seven.
3: It, it's, in, it's intriguing in the sense that, I mean, how many times have we seen the Saints laying eggs opening day? A
0: lot. That seems and, to be their uh, M.O.
3: It's a good number, but it's definitely a weird number because Vegas, they don't want pushes either. So it's funny it's been sitting at 7. What did but, uh, I say?
2: I, I said I wanted it to be at 7.5, and, and I'd take it. it make me more comfortable. Yeah.
3: yeah, I agree with that. But, I mean, I don't hate it at 7. I, I could see... If I, New Orleans wins this game, I could see it being by 3 or 4 points, like a late touchdown, late field goal. Because I don't think the defenses are showing up in this game.
0: I don't think so either. I'll tell you who's not showing up, Jadavion Clowney.
3: <laughs> I think he only got a, a sack in uh, every other game, so I don't know how much he'll be missed. He, only,
2: for he, ne- he never had more than nine sacks in a
0: season.
3: Yeah, and people. He's, talk he's, about a, him. he's a good old hype man. He's a good workout guy. on a hard knock.
0: Look, the 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 book on Jadavion Clowney was that he only played fifty percent of the time, yeah. right? Like yeah. coming out of college, yeah. everyone worried about his effort and his stats. Mm-hmm have sort of played that out. What about um what about the Jags plus three and a half?
3: This is another uh Jove's versus Pros game, obviously. Hey, why wouldn't you want to bet on Kansas City? Going against what people view as one of the worst teams in football in the Jaguars. So this is definitely one of those games where all of us are gonna be all over that Jags number.
0: What number do you like the Jags until I don't like it.
3: Uh honestly I got I see the Jags winning outright so you if did. it went down to two and a half, I'd still take it because you're getting some value there. But three and a half, they're just keeping that hook up. So I still I still like that number. Can but you- I, I can see why Ra- Ravel doesn't like it. I mean, it's not... It's it's a true game where it's like he he wouldn't understand why people like Correct, play.
2: correct. That that's that's my job here. I, I am actually I do play the public. I am the square. That's that's <laughs> my are. role that's my role here, right? I mean if there's two sharps Definitely. here, it doesn't but uh, honestly <laughs> I, I'm shaking my head right now, being like they win outright. Come on, I can't even well, wrap can my mind around ch- that. Please please don't please don't refer to Chad as a sharp ever again. You're with one sharp here. He's sharper than me.
0: Oh my god, Simon. <laughs> like you can't you can't in the first five minutes start Insulting me, you need to wait at least 12 minutes for that.
3: I'm sorry, I'll wait wait till week two. Yeah, uh,
0: can you explain to Ravel why you like the Jags to win outright?
3: Basically, when you look at all the numbers, Kansas City, they incredible year last year, but it's always different when you start a new season. So, Kansas City, they're they're coming into this, obviously, one of the most hyped teams. I mean, them them making the AFC championship or winning them and the Patriots. I mean, who who doesn't think it's going to be a repeat of those two teams? But this Jaguars team, honestly, they—I think they added Josh Allen in the draft. He was great. out as one of the best players in college all of last year. To a defense that's already top three in the defense, and I just don't see it. Like Kansas City, they could win this game, but I see it by being a late field goal. I think they're going to come out sloppy. Jacksonville is going to control the clock, and who knows? I mean, it's—it's it's one of those things where I can see why you do not like the Jaguars because you're just not. You won't do them as an even equal to Kansas City. I just don't but know this why. This line should be a pick.
2: I just don't know why, out of all these other choices, I get the the Colts chargers, I think you guys have flipped me, and especially when you said luck one point. Um, I, I, I'm good with that. I'm good with, with, with taking well, the yeah, Colts right. in that game. you want game. to
3: go favorites, there's plenty of good favorites if you want to go
2: chalk. Right. We, we have to choose five. I am... I am in general, uncomfortable with the Chiefs Jaguars game and taking that.
3: I completely agree. I mean, if you want um, if you want a good favorite though, a lot of people really like the Cowboys minus seven.
0: Right, well, hold on a second.
2: Chad wants to take that because he's, he's... I want
0: the jags so badly, but I, I I'll put a question it, right I know
2: there. I, I can see why.
0: Uh, let's talk about let's talk about Minnesota minus four. I feel like Minnesota is so devalued because of last year. But in truth, this defense struggled a little bit and was coming off an historic year, the year before. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at a Minnesota team that actually, to me, I think the Bears are overvalued in this spot. I actually am going to be on the Packers already at plus three on Thursday Night Football.
3: Um, so everyone, you just heard that right. Everyone put all your money on the Bears.
0: See, there you go. And guy's so bent
3: against his own team. I'm betting
0: against my own team. So I'm going. I'm going with the Packers. But Fine Minnesota, Minnesota, to me as a team that is incredibly undervalued right now, talk Mm. me off of Minnesota as a four-point favorite.
3: I I honestly, I I do like Minnesota in the spot, being that it's a 1 o'clock game, and Kirk Cousins is good when it's 1 o'clock and no one cares about the game. But it's hard to back up. I mean, what have you seen from Kirk? I mean, even last year, the way he finished, and this year, how he's looking in preseason, I just, I couldn't back him. Especially Matt Ryan, he's got a new offensive line. I, I wouldn't go against Atlanta there.
0: All right, so, Simon, you... I do like
3: Minnesota there. I'm saying that's a, good, that's a good play by you. I like that
0: spot. All right. Well, then we're taking it. We're, it... we're taking All it. All right. Right now, we have Tampa Bay pick, Minnesota minus four, Colts plus six and a half. Uh, Darren is desperate for a favorite, and he would like... I think he likes the idea of taking the Cowboys. He likes taking the Cowboys over the Giants.
2: I would do that.
3: I, I like that one, too.
0: Why do you like it?
3: I just – I get, like, what the Giants are doing and they're building for the future, but I, I just – with the weapons they have in offense, no Odell. I mean, I know people really like Evan Ingram and everything like that and Saquon, obviously. No Golden. But the – no Golden. I mean, the Cowboys' defense, people forget last year, was, I mean, they're arguably top five. They just have Ash and Jalen Smith at linebacker. They're just incredible defensively. I think that it's a like bad matchup for the Giants' style. Alright, well listen. So I'm checking the system now so they think this should be uh, Cowboys minus ten. So you're getting three free points.
0: Wow. All right. Listen, you've been judgy this whole time and, and quite frankly and quite frankly a little bit insulting. And I'm sorry. um so give us your, give us give us the pick you would put us on that's gonna get us into that twenty five percent.
3: So you want you want one more besides the Cowboys one?
0: Yeah, well, no, we'll see. See, Darren also wanted the Cowboys. I'm not giving you that credit. I'm not giving you credit for that. We get Tampa Bay. We get the Colts. We get uh, Minnesota minus four, Cowboys minus seven. You can either you can either say you must take the Jags plus three and a half or give us a different game.
2: I mean, the Redskins, the, as... I feel, no way. No, no, no. no. I feel like the Eagles nine and a half. I like the Eagles nine and a half. The Redskins are so bad. They are. I'm not playing but that game. I just don't like
3: that with... We haven't seen Wentz since his injury last we year. We I think they they could come out slow. I,
2: like I think that line should be seven. Well, nine and I a mean, half you is the take... biggest number of the week, but and it's hard. I can't
3: I can't talk into taking the Redskins, so I'm not even going to offer it okay. about. Okay. But now you that, stay, stay away from that. Well, that one kind of looks like the New Orleans Tampa Bay Bucks last year, and no one believes them.
2: Staying with nine and a half. Can we? Can I convince you to take the uh, the Seahawks to cover nine and a half over Bengals?
3: I wouldn't. I think. I think I saw a stat the other day about Andy Dalton in Week One. He's four zero ATS, or maybe it's three zero. Not a great sample I mean, size.
0: But I'm not. I'm done with Andy. That's a Dalton. bad number. I'm done with Andy Dalton. I think we should go with the Jags <laughs> plus three and a half.
3: I do too, Dan. Don't be so scared. It's Week One.
0: Do it. This is what. This is what makes you comfortable. This is what takes you to the next level of betting. This takes you from sort of being. A guy who's a square and loves the markets and is, is understanding <laughs> all of it to a guy who truly takes it to the next level and, like, you can put in picks with confidence.
2: All right, I'm going f- to FaceTime face, this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be FaceTiming Chad all up in that. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm that, that final, fun, oh, fun
3: for you to get back at us about, but I, I do love that spot for the Jaguars.
2: Fine, I'll, 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 I'll do it because you guys say so, but I'm not happy.
0: All right, so here's what we got. Simon, here's what we got. We got Tampa Bay pick. We got the Colts plus six and a half, the Jags plus three and a half, Minnesota minus four, and the Cowboys minus seven. This feels like a good lineup to me. I love it.
3: This like a good lineup. A little bit of chalk, a little bit of sharp.
0: Yeah, exactly, Simon. Dan, you happy?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be happy. I, it's like it's like uh, if you get in a fight with your wife, you gotta kiss her before you go to sleep. I'm happy. Let's go.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Seriously, you never know what you're gonna get, Simon. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> All right, Simon Hunter, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, brother. That was great. I appreciate you keeping us in line, giving us the information, sharing your knowledge, telling us about your system, and trying to teach Darren what it takes to become a Sharp.
3: No problem, boys. Hopefully we have a 5-0 week.
0: We'll talk to you next week, man.
3: You earn yeah, another week. One. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah.
0: All right. That is the end of the favorites from the Action Network. Download the podcast at Apple Podcast at radio.com slash the Action Network. You know what else? You should listen to me and Scooch this Sunday on radio.com. We're going to be doing a call-in show from 12 to 1 that you should check out. We're going to update everybody on the lines as they are changing in the final moments before the game. It's going to be like this podcast, only it's going to be live and you get to call in. It's going to be awesome on radio.com, which is also where you can find the podcast radio.com slash the favorites go rate go review go subscribe love us don't leave us until next time love you